The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. We've learned from Yvonne that the devil himself has a master intellect. He's smarter than you. You have songs, you have different things that come up throughout the time and different musics from country music to pop, whatever, that people might confront the devil or outsmart him. You can't do that. You won't do that. You can only be under the cover of Jesus Christ at the Blessed Virgin Mary's mantle, not to be harmed by him. If your pride's such that you can confront the devil and win in a conversation, you're very mistaken. You don't engage him. You rebuke him. That's what Jesus did in the desert. Depart from me. The devil often presents facts which are difficult to find any clear error in them, but the way he says them makes for an inaccurate impression of what was said. In other words, he gives the facts, but not the truth. He will admit things are wrong, repackage it, rechange it, dissect it, reverse it, 
and have you believe a lie is true. And you won't outfox him on this. And this is even true in the church. We've got too complicated. I can name several people who went to Medjugorje, went to conversion, the simplicity of it, who became complex because they felt they needed to take a theological course. Every single one of them fell away from Medjugorje because they had a deeper spiritual walk, a deeper spiritual way. This includes the visionaries. Mariana went to college. She lost her daily apparitions. Yelena went to college. She lost her interlocutions. They may say that that's not the cause for it. But one of them's on record as saying that and he retracted it. I had an aversion of going to college because I didn't want it. I didn't think I needed it. But it wasn't just that. There was a real aversion to that. Why do I need to put between myself and a book a third party? I'm the first party. The second party is a book. And I'm going to put one and a half between the two. If you learn how to learn, you don't need that. We have too much of this insertion between us and the facts and where the devil's voice takes place and acts and deceives. Our lady said 1984, pray a great deal, do not delve into your problems, but let yourself be guided by God. What does this mean? This means to let yourself be guided by God. But this is supposed to be those spiritual advisors ahead of us that are our leaders, or who we follow. Why is a lady coming as early as 1984 saying, let yourself be guided by God? Unless there was a problem, a problem in the church. You had not the imagination, nor I, nor anyone else, not the Pope, that in 1984 we would be so far from truth as we are right here now in this moment, including the church. Can I say something like that? Our lady continues in this message and she says, Do not complicate matters. Yes, you can walk on a deeper spiritual way, but you will have difficulties. Wow. When you go through the conversions, you're not to complicate what your conversion is about. By what? She says, Yes, you can walk a deeper spiritual way, but you will have difficulties. What is she referring to? Those people I spoke about earlier that went through conversion and they told me, well, I want to take a theological course. Every single one of them lost the way of the messages because they found a deeper spiritual way to walk. Some of them were supporters of our mission. They were very much on fire by Medjugorje. But when they changed it from the heart and from the soul, from the spirit, to intellectual, they lost it. So this is worth repeating. Do not complicate matters. Yes, so she's going to admit, there's another way. Yes, you can walk on a deeper spiritual way, but you will have difficulties. Then she says, take the simple way. And again she says the words, do not delve into your problems but let yourself be guided by Jesus Christ. So there it is. Let yourself be guided by God, and then let yourself be guided by Jesus Christ. Why is she saying that? 
we're supposed to be only spiritual directors and we're supposed to have this because spiritual direction is so lost today from truth that people aren't getting fed. And after people might say, oh, how dare he say that? Why well, we deteriorated from 1984 to this point and where the only truth we're really getting now, the fullness of the truth, is through the messages of Our Lady. Why'd she say, do not complicate matters? In other words, don't go into the, the universities and do these things and, and try to break everything down. Because when you start breaking things down, analyzing everything, you get lost. Truth gets lost. Our Lady said, September 2nd, 2007, Give me your simple hearts purified by fasting and prayer. That's the answer. You want wisdom? You want to understand what wisdom means? You want to have a biblical view? You want to have a message view of all issues today and understand what's taking place, why it's taking place? She continues, Only in the simplicity of your hearts is your salvation. I will be with you and lead you. She didn't sit there and say, go find a spiritual director. She says, I will lead you. Why? There was a saint in the 1800s that says, there's going to come a time in the next centuries, or next century, actually, in the 1900s, when there'd be a void of spiritual direction. So guided by God, guided by Jesus Christ, both of them who have sent the Virgin Mary to lead us. On February 25th, 2013, he says, you are struggling and spending your energies in the battle with the good and evil that are in you. Good and, and evil that's in us? How's it get in us? What's happening? We have the National Catholic Bio, Bioethics Center, which is not ran by the church, but who advises the church on ethics and medics and medicines telling us that it's okay to take vaccines that are tainted through an intrinsically evil act. They literally have said that. And on board with them is the United States Catholic Bishops Conference. And in union with that is a statement put out in June 9, 2005, by the Pontifical Academy of Rome, saying the same thing. Well, this is the church. You can't stand up against them. You can't say this is wrong, what they're saying. But I want to jump now to Joan Reed and her read today. This is a list of U.S.-produced vaccines. Well, it's the, the disease, the vaccine name, the manufacturer, and the source. Disease, adeno, adenovirus. The manufacturer is Bar Labs Incorporated. The source, WI38. Disease, chickenpox. Vaccine name, Veravax. Manufacturer, Merck and Company. Source, MRC5 and WI38. Disease, diphtheria, tetanus, pertussis, polio, HIV. Vaccine name, Penticil. Manufacturer, Sanofi Pasteur. Source, MRC5. Disease, hepatitis A. Vaccine name, 
Havrics, manufacturer GlaxoSmithKline, source MRC5. Disease hepatitis A, vaccine name Vacta, manufacturer Merck & Company, source MRC5. Disease hepatitis A and B, vaccine name Twinrix, manufacturer GlaxoSmithKline, source MRC5. Disease measles, mumps, rubella, vaccine name MMR2, manufacturer Merck & Company, source MI38. Disease measles, mumps, rubella, chickenpox, vaccine name ProQuad, manufacturer Merck & Company, source MRC5 and WI38. Disease rabies, vaccine name Emovax, manufacturer Sanofi Pasteur, source MRC5. Disease shingles, vaccine name Zastavax, manufacturer Merkin Company, source MRC5. So you have everything there. What is the source? What is MRC5? What is the source when they say WI-38? That's the name. That's the name they put to a baby who was infected in the womb with weak strands of these viruses, rubella, measles, etc. So that they would have a resistance in these cells for a voluntary abortion that followed that. Then in turn, after that, they harvested the cells from the lungs of the baby and started to grow them. That's 1964. Who is WI-38? In fact, MRC-5 was a male baby. A little boy. WI-38 is a female. WI-38 is also a baby that's only referred to in these documents the Ethics Committee of the National Catholic Bioethics Center is fetuses. They won't even call it a baby because they've changed in the verbiage to soften what's taking place to present the end result they want to come up with. This is exactly what Satan does. So this baby girl was aborted because they had too many kids in the family already. MRC-5 was aborted for psychiatric reasons of the mother, a 27-year-old woman from the UK. We dehumanized this by saying and applying to numbers or letters. Well, I'm sure the devil would argue and say, oh, that's not what it was. That's not the baby's name. MRC-5 stands for Medical Research Council 5. WI-38 line means Windstar Institute 38. It's a name. It's how they refer to the baby, which they call cell tissue. And so since 1970, 1964, these cells have been grown and are across the world. And it's two lines that all these vaccines have in it. 
A lady said February 25th, 2013, you are struggling and spending your energies in the battle with the good and the evil that are in you. Your children are receiving these vaccines. The Vatican, the church, everything teaches that abortion is intrinsically evil. So do you want sales from a pre-planned abortion of a baby have this in your children? Is this the problem we have with autism? What about the spiritual consequences? We all have heard about witchcraft. People putting spells on it. They try to make you eat something and come up with concoctions. What's in it for the devil? Why does he want that? That he has to have this in vaccines? Does he want to make people sickly? Is it for possession? Who put it in there? An angel? No, it's demonic. It's from the devil. And we're supposed to accept this, saying that it's not okay, but you have to take it because it's a must to protect everybody else. And in other words, they're trying to minus the devil out of this situation. Because we know an angel didn't put something in that. We know it's from the devil, and he put something there. And if he did that, then there's a purpose of evil for it. And we're to collaborate with that? And we're to be okay with that? Ali says, the evil in you. So how do you go from something intrinsically evil, use those cells, grow them till they get 5, 10, 50, 100, 1,000 generations away, and suddenly it's not intrinsically evil? Well, what you do is you come up with things from the National Catholic Bioethics Center or the Congregation of the Doctrine of Faith on what the Catholic Bioethics Center gave them. The United States Bishops' Conference accepts it because it's very complicated and very thorough and very intellectual and very high phd document that confuses the issue, closing all kind of legitimacies, and it's broken down in that way. So do you think LA is talking about don't be complicated? Try not to walk in a deeper spiritual way because, I, yes, you can do that, but there'll be more difficulties. What are those difficulties? Discerning truth. We have a lack of truth. Should we stand up to the church on this? Well, not the church, but those in the church who adopted this, to the bishops, to the Pope, whoever endorses this, the Bible shows we can. This is from Paul's letter to the Galatians in chapter 2. It says, Paul writes, But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face, because he stood condemned. For before certain men came from James, he ate with the Gentiles. But when they came, he drew back and separated himself, fearing the circumcision party. And with him, the rest of the Jews acted insincerely, so that even Barnabas was carried away by their insincerity. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas before them all, If you, though a Jew, live like a Gentile and not like a Jew, how can you compel the Gentiles to live like Jews? Who was right? Galilee or the Pope? If it's the Pope, why did John Paul apologize, reconciling that it was scientific and that he wasn't trying to change the Bible? So we have these vaccines, knowing that they're from a line of aborted babies that was all pre-planned, pre-injected, 
for this purpose, for the purpose of being marketed, that because of the distance between that and now, it's okay. And the church is telling us, and these committees and these conferences leading the way, advising the curtains of power around the bishops and the Vatican, that it's okay to do this because it's remote and it's no longer sin for us. This is not the same thing as a man going robbing a bank and gets a million dollars, hides it in his attic, dies later, within a month, and his three children cleaning out the things, find this million dollars and think, oh, my dad was rich. We never knew this. And they go pay and build a house. They pay a contractor. They pay him the cash. Then they pay the painter. The painter pays his electric bill. The power company pays his employees. The employees go buy groceries. And so forth and so forth and so forth. That money's not tainted. It's not continuing something. The sin stopped with the man who started that. And the stretch this in the same parallel that these children who inherited this or thought their father was rich, it's not the same thing. But yet the devil's made it that way. This is deadly wrong. It's sinful. And nobody sees it. Why? Because the devil's so deceptive. What does he do? The devil admits first this is wrong. The documents say that this is wrong. It's not right. You can't take these cell tissues and do this with it. And so the devil first gets you on that level. And that's how all the intellectuals approach it, to advise the bishops and the Pope and everybody else. They actually says, they actually wrote in the document, if someone rejects every form of voluntary abortion of babies, they actually say human fetuses, I'm not going to say that, because see, that's part of the language game the devil brings up, even from this writing from the Vatican, from the Pontifical Academy in Rome which is called upon Cardinal Ratzinger for clarification of the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith. The verbiage of human fetuses will change that abortion of babies. Would such a person not contradict himself by allowing the use of these vaccines to live attenuated? Drop that word. See, they got to go to big words. I know you can deduce what this word is, but in other words, you're taking it from viruses of the children. Talking about the cell line. So they're saying, and the devil admits through this writing, oh yeah, you, we all understand that we'd be contradicting ourselves if we say before this because it came from an aborted baby. Then the next question, would it not be a matter of true and illicit corporation in evil, even though this evil was carried out 40 years ago? Of course, the answer is yes. See how the devil can present this? He gets you on board. He comes on your ground because of your objection to it. You say it's wrong. Those are what I've already told you on this, this today's broadcast. You agree with it. And the devil agrees with you. Oh, you're right. You're right. Meaning it's wrong. The devil's agreeing with you or with the document that it is wrong. That's not what he's trying to, the devil's involved in this about to stop it, is to agree with it and then you have to do it anyway even though it's wrong. And then the devil starts to articulate a moral reflection to look on that. And so the document says, before proceeding to consider this case, see, we're going to analyze this. We're going to make it complicated. We're going to make this so intellectual, so difficult. Nobody knows what's being said. 
and we'll come after the end result, meaning you can take these vaccines. So it says, before proceeding to consider this specific case, we need to recall briefly the principles assumed in classical moral doctrine. Let's go to the deep theology. Let's go to all this Googling. Let's take it out of what's real simple. You can go to a peasant and ask him, is this right or is this wrong? They'll tell you it's wrong. But we have to have these lofty documents and go back to classical moral doctrine to see the truth when our lady says it's real simple. You pray, you be guided by me, I'll lead you, you'll know what's right and what's wrong. You don't have to go through all this unless the devil wants to come through this and present this in a, in a factual way to lead to an inaccurate impression of what's being said to have a predetermined outcome that, okay, we're excused for using these vaccines. A Catholic can be excused for using vaccines that are laced with cell tissue from aborted, predetermined, voluntary abortion. With regard to the problem of corporation and evil, a problem which arises every time that a moral agent, see, they don't even call it a human, a man, instead of a moral man, perceives a great existence. They say agent, so we're changing the words. We dehumanize it. A problem which arises every time that a moral agent perceives the existence of a link between his own act and a moral, and we know he's talking about a man because it says his, his own acts and a moral evil Action carried out by others. So this goes the same thing. The father stole the money. The kids get it. This is different. We know what's in these vaccines. There's an admission to it. And yet the church is teaching today that you can use these vaccines to produce from a cell line of aborted babies, which is intrinsically evil, but it's not intrinsically evil for how we're using it now. So we have guiders giving us guidance to a forked tongue. That's not what the mother of Maccabees did. She spoke clear language. She knew God's law. And it was simple. We will die before we'll eat pork. So that's the second step of the devil. The third step, here he comes, dancing with his words. The document continues, the first fundamental distinction to be made is that between formal and material corporation, formal corporation is carried out when the moral agent, see, we don't say man, the moral man cooperates with the immoral action of another person, sharing the latter's evil intentions. On the other hand, when a moral agent cooperates with the immoral action of another person without sharing his intentions, it is a case for material corporation. Then it goes on. Material corporation can be further divided. See, this is it. The devil's got to dissect this thing. He's got to divide, divide this in all kind of compartments, present the arguments, and then he can repackage this thing to make it moral. Material corporation can be further divided into categories of immediate, direct, and immediate, indirect, depending on whether the corporation is the ex execution of the sinful action per se or whether the agent acts why, why do you say agent there? What's the purpose of that? The purpose of it is the devil to take it away of anybody's actions. Code word. Words are very important to the devil. Whether the agent acts by fulfilling the conditions, either by providing instruments or products which make it possible to commit the immoral act. Furthermore, formed by approximate corporation, a remote corporation can be distinguished. In relation to the distance 
be it in terms of temporal space and material connections, between the act of the corporation and the sinful act committed by someone else, immediate material corporation is always proximate, while immediate material corporation can be either proximate or remote. What? Did either one of y'all understand what I just read? I've read this 20 times. And I'm beginning to not to understand it. See, the devil is so clever. Anybody reading this, even somebody smart, is going to say, can this mean this? It's lawyer talk. The devil is a great advocate of being a lawyer, presenting his case. So, Joan, you read this next two, two paragraphs, and because you haven't read it as I have read it, just to see if you understand it. Formal cooperation is always morally illicit because it represents a form of direct and internet intentional participation in the sinful action of another person. Material cooperation can sometimes be illicit depending on the conditions of the double effect or indirect voluntary action. But when immediate material cooperation concerns grave attacks on human life, it is always to be considered illicit given the precious nature of the value in question. A further distinction made in classical morality is that between active or positive cooperation in evil and passive or negative cooperation in evil, the former referring to the performance of an active cooperation in a sinful action that is carried out by another person, while the latter refers to the omission of an act of denunciation or impediment of a sinful action carried out by another person insomuch as there was a moral duty to do that which was omitted. Riz, what did that mean? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. You bishops are paying attention to nothing that's going on because when you read this, you say, well, these people have done some research. They know what they're talking about. I don't. I have to take their advice. You take charge in simplicity. Is it wrong or is it right? Because it's gone through... 51 years of growing these sales, and it's all across the world and everywhere. And MRC is trademarked. This is marketed with such aggressiveness. And to be so far remote in the way they say this and try to make this legitimate, even though they say it's illicit, but because it's so remote from the origin of these 51 years ago, that it can become illicit because of the, so many factors they're trying to name doesn't make any sense that MRC5's son, then his grandson, and his grandson's grandsons go a hundred generations or more generations. This thing's gone all over the world from this child. More generations than from back to Adam and Eve, probably. That God doesn't see this as direct and connected to MRC original, the baby. But because it's gone so far, we can now rationalize away. Well, we're making it illicit. Although we're forced to do this, we have to do this. Wrong is wrong. Right is right. And by the way, in 2009, because I don't want to jump to where I want to end with this, but they come up with two solutions, the bishops, the U.S. United States Bishops Conference and the Ethic Committee, Catholic Ethic Committee in the Vatican, that how to fight this, which basically is to write your congressman, which is stupid. Instead of avoiding it and not taking it, they go ahead and take it. 
But you have this as a bishop that you're told by this, that evidently they've done so much deep thought on this thing, I just sign off on it. When it's just the opposite of what should be done. It doesn't take a big thinking session or think tank to say, is it right or is it wrong? This is that your yes be yes, your no be no. This is gray zone. This is in the middle. I'll puke you out of my mouth. And if that's not enough, later paragraph says, however, in this situation, the aspect of passive corporation, you see, the devil's got to come up with a big, long name, get in front of this, then simplify it to come back to where he wants it to be and what you believe. I know all this is theological. I know it's all intellectual. I know it's by the great professors and all this stuff. But that's where the devil works the greatest because they don't understand all these messages. I don't need all this. I don't need to understand what I need to do. Ali says, Jesus is the light of salvation and common sense. That's her call. I want you to have not degrees, or if you do have degrees, I don't want you to approach these things in complicated manners with degrees, thinking, or intellectualism. I want you to approach it with common sense. She's never said something about going to universities or higher learning these things. She's simple. Jesus was simple. God could have taught any way he wanted to. And only the theologians are teaching the way they teach. Do we need theology? Yes but not the way it's been applied and its advancements of what it's done to the church, which is destruction, and the devil's entered into it. That more than what Francis just said a couple months ago, that he learned more from one old woman after one mass who said something simple to him than the theologians. So even he admits it. So we have Satan's got to put a lot of things in front of this to get this thing so far because the distance of 51 years to these cells is so far in where it's gone to, then we got to make a, a big explanation so complicated that we can buy into it. So the aspects of passive corporation which stands out the most, it is up to the faithful citizen of upright conscience, fathers, in parentheses, fathers of families, doctors, etc., to oppose, even by making an objection of conscience, the ever more widespread attacks against life and the culture of death which underlies him. See, the devil is telling us this is what we believe in. We are to make a conscientious objection to it. We should oppose this. So he says that. The devil says this through this. Then the devil comes up and says this. And again, this is from the based on the um, Pontifical Academy, which we just read out of the Bible, that Paul stood up in front of the Pope's face, face to face, and told him, you're condemned. You're wrong for what you're teaching. You're dead wrong. Benedict, Francis, and others have told us, you don't have to go along with their opinion the Pope expressed this. Ratzinger and Francis have both said this. Ratzinger said, you don't have to agree with me on just war or the death penalty, but you do on marriage and things that are unchangeable. So we have this standing up to what the church is saying is okay, that we have to ask ourselves, is it really okay? Use your common sense. So it continues from this point now, underlies them, period. From this point of view, 
The use of vaccines whose production is connected with procured abortion constitutes at least immediate. And listen, this is five, five new things put in front of this procedure to come up with the answer. Abortion constitutes at least immediate, remote, passive, material corporation to the abortion. Nineteen eighty four. Do not complicate matters. Why don't they just say what they need to say? Because that won't work. The devil won't be able to deceive and confuse the issues. To the abortion and and it, this they didn't end in a sentence. So it says immediate, remote, passive, material corporation to the abortion. And an immediate, and it goes on again, three more, and an immediate passive material corporation with regards to the marketing. So you got seven things with the abortion and the marketing of it. The marketing and harvesting from a baby. Unbelievable. Furthermore, on the cultural level, the use of such vaccines contribute to the creation of a generalized social consensus to the operation of the pharmaceutical industries, which produce them in an immoral way. So it admits on a cultural level, this has been generalized in a social consensus, which now we're being told we can do this. But the bad guys who are selling us this stuff is the pharmaceutical industry. Really? That's who the bad guys are. I tell you, when a bishop tells people you have to have these vaccines, who's the bad guy? Who's condemning themselves? Whose orders condemning? Think about that. I've told people who has asked me about this, well, you can eject uh, conscientious objection. Do you know the bishops are saying that this doesn't apply now to this? If a priest is underneath the bishop, he's stable, he's formed conscience, and he has a conscientious objection on a directive or order or something from the bishop, he can't be forced to do that. And we have bishops forcing people to take vaccinations with these cell lines in it. Oh, the devil would say, that's not true. That's not true. That's the impression that comes across as true. Yes, they give you an opt-out. Do you know what the opt-out is? Write your congressman, the legislatures, or either try to find a vaccine that doesn't have these agents are these, to put it more clearly, aborted cells from babies that's been induced with these strains to get your vaccine? But what about Merit Company? They were told to do this. People objected to it. So in 2009, what did they do? Just the opposite. They pulled them off the market. It's not even available. So the bishops and this deduction of the Vatican says, This is how they redefine conscientious objection. They say parents can voice their conscientious objections in other ways. In other words, first of all, it says the academy, this is taken from um, the Catholic Miscellaneum from uh, Amy Wise, which she took it from the documents I'm quoting. She writes, the academy said Catholics have a responsibility for protecting all people, not just ourselves, and protecting others against malformities and of death. Parents can voice their conscientious objections in other ways. So this is our two options we're given by the church. Use an alternative vaccine if one is available. 
However, there is no moral obligation to use products that are less effective or inaccessible. So if it's less effective, why in the 1950s when we came up with polio vaccines, did it wipe it out? Oh, I'm sure they could come up with some kind of thing. Well, the strains are, are immune to it now, or they've gotten... Oh, now they've gotten resistance. Oh, so but it's changed now when you add cell tissue from a bloated baby. So they say, well, you don't have to take the vaccination. I've read where some people put out where they're not forcing you. They are forcing you to do this. Parochial schools across, across the country are doing this. To the bishop. But he hasn't gone into this and really understood it. And if he didn't understand it, if he went through it, he's not praying. He's simply not praying. So the second thing is, and this is how they tell you, that you can, this is you exercising your conscientious objection, not against your bishop or against those in the church who are trying to force this on us or in the society. This is the thing you can go to a lesser one that's less effective without these agents in it. And the second thing is register a complaint with the manufacturer of the products, with the doctors using them, and visit ncbcenter.org for a full explanation of vaccines. Do you wonder why Our Lady's coming and saying, you are my apostles, you are my hope? This is radical. This would be, there'd be people burned at the stake 600 years ago if they came up, I'm going to be apostle, the Virgin Mary's calling up, she's said to do this. Actually, Louis the Marvin was practically burned to the stake himself because every bishop rejected him. He was confined to a small area in France. He was never successful in what he wanted to do except what happened with his consecration to Our Lady, that, which disappeared for several years. I think it was 80 years they found in a chest, came back, and then it bloomed out because the bishops at that time probably would have destroyed it. Who's right, Joan of Arc? Or the bishop and priest on the judgment council that condemned her, excommunicated her, burned her at the stake, and now she's made a saint. Who's right? Who's wrong? We're in the same boat right now. We have a lack of understanding, a lack of truth from good people. Good bishops who are surrounded by deception and don't even see clarity enough to step out of the diocese offices and make decisions on their own personal research, their own directives, and say, this is what we're going to do and this is what we're not going to do. So where do we go from here? We're in trouble. But one thing that should increase your faith in is why our lady is coming and saying, you are my strength. My apostles, she ends the same message saying of the shepherds to pray for them, which is the strength of the church. My son left you. Do you understand that was happening? And she, yes, she says she's going to triumph with her shepherds beside her and her priests beside her. But with the mentality of what's going on now, those won't be triumphing with Our Lady. You're not going to triumph with her. You better wake up and realize what's passing you. And what is the scripture said about Peter here being confronted and condemned by Paul for what they were teaching, that this is a condemnation. You're wrong about this issue. You're dead wrong. You're following people you shouldn't be following. You're not in a prayer to see this with clarity. Witchcraft practices these things. You want an aborted baby 
injected, pre-planned, and the cells from that to be in your children. Okay, so what's the justification? Because the greater good of society is more to take this, it's a lesser evil to take it, so you protect the general good. What about the mother of Maccabees? She wouldn't even eat pork. And all of her seven sons were executed in front of her mercilessly. I mean, they cut, the king cut their tongue out, dismembered the arms, the legs, and then they were still living because of that, and they threw them in boiling oil. And finally they killed her. Where is this in you, bishops? You want to wait till that happens to us and to you? We're headed there. The whole bondable marriage thing is not stopping. Just look at the news, what they're doing now. It's going further and further, more extreme. Somebody, I just heard that there's over 70 now gender orientations you're going to have. Where does it stop? It doesn't until you're dead or you uproot the sin. And so when you tell me that I can write to the legislatures, I can write to the pharmaceutical companies to fight this, when you're sitting on the power in your diocese to call everybody not to have these vaccines, to boycott these pharmaceutical companies, the greatest power in the United States of America, but the president, if you all want to be in your committees of the United States Bishops Conference, join in together and say, we are going to tell all our people to boycott this until you change these vaccines because there's other sources that can use for this. You have the power to bring the pharmaceutical companies to their knees. Nobody surpasses you in the United States of America. How come that's not exercised and it's thrown on us We'll complain to the pharmaceutical companies as individuals? Our numbers, your leadership, your apostleship, your shepherd ability is not to be changed to being a hireling in one way that we're eaten by the wolves. No wonder our lady says, pray that your shepherds are not led astray. You may not believe in Medjugorje. You might not believe in the messages. But if they are real, that's a quote. Pray for your shepherds that they may not be led astray. Because if they are, so will be the flock. And we'll be eaten by the wolves. And it's happening. And don't tell, and that goes along. You want to be on the road with this thing? Don't multiple rubella measles and chicken pox together. Everybody cooks something. If you're going to cook pasta and you have special ingredients for that and you decide you want to cook steaks with sauce on it and you put your sauce for your steaks in with your sauce for your pasta and then you want to bake a cake, we got one measles, one rubella, and then chicken pox, you want to make a cake Take all those ingredients, put them together. Is it going to take like pasta? Is it going to turn out as, as sauce for your steak to flavor it? When it turns, it tastes like a cake. No, ingredients is every time you add one, changes the other. So we've got multiple vaccines being given into children that are killing them. Read the book, Vaccines. And you wonder why four years ago you heard the commercial? One in 300 people have autism. The next year, two years ago, one in 200 have it. Now we're down to one in 100. I heard a commercial not long ago. Now one in 50 to 60 or so have autism. Do you think it's tied to something that's taking place? Why would it not be demonic if you're using part of a body of a baby 
a little girl, a little boy. You think there's not an end result evil from that? How come you can't see it? Our Lady's here because there would be great evils taking place that we were greatly deceived. Our Lady says, you do not know truth. Now I'm telling you, this endorsement, this document is not built on truth, but our derivative of a complex argument to justify because of the distance from the act 51 years ago to now, somehow it's okay. Yet the document doesn't say it's okay. It says it's not licit. It says actually it's illicit for this to take place because of circumstances though, it's licit to use it. This is the forked tongue. And this is in contradiction of Revelations as we've already spoken about that you yes be yes, you no know, be no. We don't have any more clarity in, in, in coming from our shepherds anymore. It's all gray. Because they say, because this is where it ends with, as regards to the vaccines without an alternative, the need to contest so that others may be prepared must be reaffirmed. As should be the lawfulness of using the former of the meantime in so much as it is necessary to avoid a serious risk, not only for one's own children, but also, perhaps more specifically, the health for the health conditions of the population as a whole, especially for pregnant women. Did you know we had measles parties? I remember my wife being pregnant with one of our children. One mile down the road, my two nephews had measles. We sent our two boys over there to spend a week with them so they could get the measles. And then once it passes, they could come back home. This is how we prevented it. Did you know that? Most towns, 500 people, if somebody breaks out with measles, they can say, who hadn't had the measles? Here, come over here for a measles party. That's what we called them. So it's not like there's not an alternative. But they're saying the alternative is you take a shot that's got this stuff in it. And that's not all. It's proven in Africa, 2.3 million girls, 14 to 48, were given shots and in their vaccination it contains sterilization inside of it. The Catholic Church, the bishops, the African bishops, they're strong. They're, they got a lot of common sense. And they came down, and they're, they're going to throw in jail the doctors that, that brought this about. They've studied the chemical. They know it's there. How do you know it's not in ours? Why is flu shots free? We talked about this. So they say the health, the greater health of the population is the reason that you have to do this to your children. Well, what happened about the woman with the pork? She was wanting them to enter into eternal life. They weren't going to buy their cell phone. What, what, what's the big deal about eating a little piece of pork? Why is that in Maccabees? Why is it so important to us? What kind of lesson is that? What's so big deal in the Colosseum to sit there and say, I believe in Jesus, or better yet, another story. A Roman soldier, his wife has professed belief in Christ. She's condemned to death. She has a one-month-old baby. He tried everything to talk her out of it. She wouldn't deny Christ. On the way to be executed, the soldier walks up with the baby, shows it to the mother. Just, you can believe in your Christ. Just, just say it to the Caesar or whoever was the official at that time. Just so you can, you can be with your, your I'm a child and me. She walked to her death. That's a lot bigger deal 
that there was nothing infected in the child. There was nothing. What's the big deal just saying, okay, well, deny Christ? This is a bigger deal injecting this into your children. You say, no, denying Christ is. Well, you're denying Christ when you inject it. Because you say, for the greater good. They didn't consider the greater good of the church. They didn't consider the greater good of the family. They didn't consider the whole world of consequences. You do what's right and don't worry about what consequences result from that. Caritas exists simply because I don't go by consequences of what's good or bad for it, but what's right. This is what's right is what we're talking about today. We can condemn, we get condemned. That's not in the scope of what I think about. Our lady says, you will know what to say. You speak truth. And everybody's saying, I got truth, I got truth. This thing is so clouded and so full of truth all at the same time that where is truth in it, except a lie in the end. So your second thing, the lawfulness of these vaccines should not be misinterpreted as a declaration of lawfulness for their production. Oh, they're saying you can use it, but because we're saying you can use it, don't take this as a declaration of the lawfulness of the production, marketing and use, but it's to be understood as being passive material, corporation, et cetera, et cetera, all these names in front of it, in its mildest and remotest sense, also acted morally justified. So you're justified because it's so long ago, it's been produced so much that it's no longer evil. The intrinsic evil got diluted and it's no longer evil. So is a glass of water, one drop of arsenic. It's not poison, is it? Would you drink it? Extrema ratio, due to the necessity to provide for the good of one's children and for the people who come in contact with the children. My children came in contact with it. They caught it. And I've read that if you have measles and you get measles, you want to because you won't have shingles later. God knows what he's doing. And if you're praying... And something happens, it happens. And I want to add, it'd be just with this document, it parentheses this with the children, and then it parentheses pregnant women. And the last statement of it says, such corporation occurs in a context of moral coercion with the conscience of parents who are forced to choose to act against their conscience or otherwise. To put the health of the children and the population as a, as a whole at risk. The, you know what they're telling you? Because you're doing that? Just like the Roman soldier says, you're putting this child at risk because you're not going to be able to nurse them? And the document says, from the Pacifical Academy in Rome, says that if you do that, and you're standing up against your conscience or otherwise, you put the health of your children and the population of at risk, and then it says this, this is an unjust alternative choice which must be eliminated as soon as possible. So it puts this in a, ch- a choice that you can do it, but they're blaming on the pharmaceuticals because they do it, that we're forced to do wrong with them. Bizarre. Y'all got anything you want to say? How much you understand of this? Frank? It's shocking. I, I, just, I just find it unbelievable that I've fought this for years. I've studied it, researched it, because people look at you like you're arrogant. The doctor, you know, all the doctors have said, this is something you have to do. The schools say you're exposing other children. Well, don't the vaccinations work? If You know, if they're vaccinated, how are they exposed? But you don't argue with the devil. And there's just such a good point here to be made is that you're praying and you're fasting. You're doing what you're supposed to do. And I knew within my soul there is something 
there's something very wrong with this. I didn't know it was diabolical. I thought there were health issues. I was looking at it from the wrong angle. But this is diabolical. This is the level of evil is shocking to me that we're doing this to our children. The church isn't standing up, and people are exposed to this, and nobody's seeing this. And so I'm a little shocked. But the, but the point here is, is that we, little Teresa, St. Teresa is a doctor of the church without secondary education. The church finds her one of the greatest uh, theological minds that have ever lived. And we have Our Lady, and Our Lady is showing us things. And many times people will call us and say, well, I'm, I'm scared to go to my financial planner or my person that's holding my IRA. You're smarter than them. You see what you're supposed to do. Your conscience is convicting you to do something. You have to do it. Don't argue with the devil. Do what it, the, the Holy Spirit is showing you because you're praying and fasting and doing what Our Lady's asked. For people who want to get in touch with you, Frank, how can they do that? You can reach us toll-free, 877-936-7686. You can email us at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com, and the website is globalsilverinvestors.com. One thing to just mention about this whole situation and the whole outlook of this is that you know, Adam's sin was remote long before I even existed or any one of us. What? Come on. No, that's so long ago. It doesn't apply to me anymore. It's just too far away. What his blood is and what Cain did, that's all. That has nothing to do with me. It's not just. It's not fair for God to put this. The whole human race now at risk, even though he's paid for redemption, that if I keep sinning sin or I'm not baptized and don't want to watch, and I do deny the baptism even when I get older, that that shouldn't apply to me. It's too remote, Rias. Didn't you read the documents? Right, exactly. And one other point is that there are kids that are getting kicked out of Catholic schools because they're not, the parents won't have this vaccination and they're not giving them any other option, whereas public schools are not that hard-lined. Say that again. Make this clear. We're not going to complicate this in a big thing. It's real clear. The public schools are given an option. The bishops and the parochial school are not. And we know of one, several cases that people are contacting us right now that they're being kicked out. They're forced to go in, and one of the families we talked to is not even Catholic. And because the bishop won't do that, they're going with it. But it shows you the bishops aren't running the diocese, the lawyers are, and, and, the, and the curtains of powers around them, committees. The United States Bishops' Conference, the things that they come up and the things they discuss, they're so far from where our ladies discussing with us, you've got to decide which way you want to go. The devil has made his Eucharist in hundreds of millions of people. Jesus gives himself, his flesh, we take it in communion, in Eucharist. And through the sacrilege of the human body of a baby that's been received by hundreds of millions of people through these cells is a mimic of Christ and what he does to us and gives to us and what versus Satan and the way he gives it to us and through all the consequences that comes through this. He's the monkey of God, a mimic. And this is his Eucharist. And he's got some who are for the real Eucharist of Christ collaborating with it, whether they know it or not. Look at it. You spiritually dissect it. And Satan has dissected this to make it be bought and sold and marketed. What else is it? It's his delight 
for this to take place. And so everything now makes sense. Just hearing this program, you can understand why she is coming now, like Louis DeMarver said, to rise up apostles of the latter days who will be purified as the children of Levi and will spread across the earth. Because conversion is no longer happening to the shepherds. They're not bringing people. How many times have you heard, oh, I converted because of you? I hear this every day. From what Somebody just told me yesterday, I was just talking to someone in California. I can't believe what I read, what you wrote. And I'm, doing, I'm, I'm on my third read or second read or whatever. And, and I'm, I'm passing everything out. And we hear this throughout the day, all day long. Or either we hear like we had recording, somebody left a message. I found one of your booklets and where my, my, my dad had been rehabilitated. And if I find this anywhere else, I'm going to sue you. We don't have anybody neutral what we put out. We've got it. We should play it on there. She don't want her father to come to the truth because maybe she might be some of a persuasion of a sinful life. We don't know. But we're not going to stop because people are against us. And we're not going to get bloated because people are for us. We know we're right because we're with the Virgin Mary. And if you're too theological, you're too intelligent, approaching everything with intelligentsia, you won't understand what a lady is doing and you'll be blinded on purpose by God because he don't want your mentality thinking in this of following a lady. Gamaliel waited too late. We have tradition that he converted later with deep regret. And so I appeal to you good bishops out there who are persecuted by other bishops but have to follow along. Break loose. Liberate yourself. Be free from this and don't let your voice and your office be used and prostituted by these organizations. And yes, I'm saying that about the, by the National Catholic Bioethics Center who advises the church. Meditate, think about these things, and realize what you're called to do by the scriptures. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face, because he stood condemned. For before certain men came from James, he ate with the Gentiles, but when they came, he drew back and separated himself, fearing the circumcision party. And with him, the rest of the Jews acted insincerely, so that even Barnabas was carried away by their insincerity. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas before them all, If you, though a Jew, live like a Gentile and not like a Jew, how can you compel the Gentiles to live like Jews? And so, you who hear this, you who want to be Our Lady's apostles, you who follow Our Lady, you who have heard her say, Follow me. Listen to me. I will give you instructions. She's here to do that for what you just heard right out of the Bible. The situation is that serious. The universal church depends upon you. And those who come in the future who will be the shepherds will be triumphant with Our Lady. Those who make these decisions now to follow the committees and Satan's advice won't. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye.
The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics show with a friend of Medjugorje. To listen or download free, go to medj.com, spelled M-E-J dot com, the left-hand menu, Radio Wave, and click on Past Shows. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000. Thank you for listening.